Welcome to the All Central Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Larry Kirk. I am joined today. Don't do it. For my good friend, Pastor Jonathan Prothero. Thank you. It's good to be in the house. <laughs> he said, don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. Don't, even, I, don't do it. Later on, I'm going to bring up NT right. So okay, <laughs> that's coming later well, in the podcast. Well, we yeah, later in the podcast, we do want to give a big shout out to people that are behind the scenes that make this thing go all the time. We we are absolutely. Um, our, she's our resident hippie, um, Christina Bumba. Christina Bumba, and we love you. We love her. Uh, she she does a lot behind the scenes as w- as well as uh, the gremlin. Alex Paul. (laughs) I mean, I'm telling you, man, he does. The guy does so (laughs) much technical wise. Giving you the eyes right now. Oh, is he? Back your head. I I felt some fire on the back. He's right there. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's in everything. He makes everything go. Everything work. If you said, hey, if you wanted to start with, like, you just cleared off your whole staff and started with one person, it'd probably be Alex Paul. Start with Alex Paul. (laughs) Because. You can't <laughs> be no you light. There'd, there'd be, be no nothing. TV. There'd, there'd be, be nothing. nothing. Yeah. There'd be nothing. Nothing would work on Sunday Mm-mm. either. Absolutely. Um, so yes, we love, we love Alex. Yeah, we love yeah. Christina. So big props to those guys behind mm-hmm. the scenes. They yeah. do so much for us. Absolutely. And we are, boy, we are in the book of Acts mm-hmm. here at Central. And uh, you'll be hearing this a few weeks later. Probably we'll be out of the book of Acts. By we'll probably just be wrapping it up. But yeah, yeah, a yeah, good time probably to go into the podcast and, and talk about this book. And uh, and so we've, we're two weeks in and it's been, you know, first two chapters are a lot to it. You know, yes. uh, there's yeah. so much, there's so many roads I want to go down with. Yes. This. Like, <laughs> oh, we can go down this road. We can go down that road when yeah. it comes to this subject of not just Pentecost and what happened that day, uh, because it was just a, it was a picture of of what God had already done, and it's a picture of what He's always wanted from the beginning to mm-hmm. be, uh, in relationship with His with His creation, and in such a way that uh, that we're a representation of Him in the earth. And the best way to do that, what we've been talk, what I've been talking about the last, I say we, <laughs> what I've been talking about the last couple of weeks is really it's 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 our responsibility uh, to be sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to work in and through our lives. That, you know, to me, when on that day when the Holy Spirit was poured out on the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, it was a moment where they didn't push away from the table this time. Mm-hmm. They received it. They received the Holy Spirit. Remember, mm-hmm. uh, he said he, he in the book of Exodus, he wanted to make them a kingdom of priests and uh, people who could draw near and and they were like ah, that's a little scary you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of lot of lot of lot of thunder a lot of lightning on the mountain and uh and so it was more like hey Moses you go here from God for us and come back and tell us tell us what he said which is great if if that's how you want to live your life but mm-hmm. but it's it's not if you really want to have power in your life right <laughs> you know right and and I think this was to to be you know like Jesus said um you're gonna need this power to be a witness wherever you go yes yep and so um that's kind of you know not in a nutshell but there's so many things that comes along with with this subject the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. you know um and it's very clear to me in scripture at least Luke is writing this you ever, you ever notice like Peter has shorter books. 
You ever think about that? <laughs> yeah, this is this is funny, yeah. but like like then you then you have a, a physician like Luke writes this massive book, the Book of Acts, writes his gospel. You know, a lot of the smarter guys wrote the longer book. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm in, saying? In, yeah. In, yeah. In incredible detail. In incredible detail. And it's very, um, because he's probably more educated yes, in a um, Greek setting. Yeah. The way he writes is easier for us to metabolize because it's much more in line with how Westerners would write history. Right. It's very different from how Jewish people would yes. write a history book. Yes. Where there's yeah. there's narrative and much more allegory and, mm -hmm. and metaphor mm -hmm. sort of interwoven in, yeah. in the story of history, which we don't tend to do because history for us is about the facts and you know, being everything being linear and straight and yeah. orderly, which yeah. Luke says, I, I, I've said about doing this in an orderly manner, yeah. which is different from how maybe more Jewish educated writers would have written. Sure, it. sure. Which was really important for us today, though, mm -hmm. you know, because he's given an account that Jesus was resurrected. Yes, yeah, he, yeah. And he went to hundreds of people to yeah. talk to them about this. So he goes back later and interviews people. This is an interview, you know, yeah. on a, a lot of a lot of these stories that he shares, and and so he's you know he's writing this and uh, the and I think the beautiful part about what Luke does here. Um, in these writings is he there's certain characteristics of how the church I guess we could say that this is how the church the big C church got started mm -hmm. right but but one of the most important parts of the big C church was what the Holy Spirit was doing in individuals like Jonathan and Larry mm -hmm. it was, that was way more important than uh, than just the historical part of it and giving giving fact but he he really starts to unpack that a little bit and he and he shares that you know in one of the key ingredients when it came to the 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 embodiment and and the baptism in the holy spirit again going back to there is a salvation there is a water baptism and there's a baptism in the holy spirit and that'll be an argument probably until we die one mm, day yeah yeah what does that look what is that for people yeah at what at what point? And I just think, and I just think it goes back to okay. You say you're filled with the Holy Spirit, fine. You know whether you speak in tongues or whether you say it's it's happens at salvation or you know, there's just so many things that wrap around that subject. I, I just go back to okay. Let's go back to what Luke writes about people that are filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. They were generous. Yeah, they yeah. had an unwavering loyalty. Yeah, um, God was moving in their life. There right. was they they served one another. Yeah, they broke bread with one another. They loved people. Mm -hmm. You know, there was just so much to that. Yeah, so, no, totally. In yeah. scriptures, I think it's quite clear that like tongues and there's lots we could say about that. What what that yeah. means and yeah. how that plays out and what it's come to mean. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how, how much you want to dig into that today, but yeah. that's only one gift of the Holy Spirit yep. that Paul sort of iterates on. There are other gifts of the Holy Spirit, which is a there mark is. that the Spirit yeah. is functioning in you. And then there's fruit mm -hmm. of the Spirit, which mm -hmm. is also markers that the Spirit is functioning and working out of you. Yeah. And so you talked about generosity and you know kindness and being more loving and all of those things are markers that there's some kind of spirit working inside of you yeah and unfortunately denominations got into a weird debate for decades about one gift being the, the marker tongues, yeah. the tongues thing and 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 the tongues thing being only 
from my experience, represented in one way. You know, when you read Acts, it, it seems more clear to me that speaking in tongues was about actual languages. Um, clear. But it's there's very clear. Very clear. Like, yeah. di- oh, Chapter and then they understood, yeah, yeah, different languages. And and then and then there's a heavenly kind of language, I mm-hmm. guess, that we would say, or that there's defense. And I think you know, Paul talks about that later. Yeah. And and all of that's true, but yeah. we definitely made the spirit about, if you don't pray in tongues, you haven't got the spirit. Yeah. And yeah. it was sort of a weird, yeah. I don't know quite how it got there. Um, that's probably a little bit before my time, and and maybe you would speak into that, or people like my dad would have a better understanding into how that theology got so steeped heavily into the church. I, yeah, I grew up in it. Yeah, yeah. I just grew up in it. That's all I can say about right. it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it made it to be that very thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And there was, um, you I, don't, could, I, I know people that speak in tongues and meaner than a rattlesnake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So where's the spirit <laughs> like, of God wait functioning a minute. in your life? Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> It's meaner than a rattlesnake. I mean, come on. West Virginia. Yeah, it's West Virginia there. thing. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and but the book of Acts is so powerful. I loved, you know, this week's sermon, which will be a yeah. few weeks removed now. You really talked about the picture of the church and the beauty oh, about what it can man. look like. Yeah, yeah. It was, to me, that that is just such a... I so want our church to look that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I so want our church to be generous, continue to be generous. And I think we are. And I think there's just, I think there's just so much more. When I, when I read this, when you read in there, I think it was in chapter two or chapter four, one of those two that I read uh, where it talked about, there was no need among them mm-hmm. because they, they, they were willing to sell property, sell houses. sell. now it doesn't mean they were selling all their houses. See, people interpret that and say, well, oh, they just sold all their houses and they no. just, yeah, yeah. well, you can't be generous when you're poor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. So there, the generosity, there's a reason why people are generous is because there's an abundance mm-hmm. in people's lives. Yeah. And trust me, if you're if you're an American listening to this right now, you're you're rich. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can be generous. Mm-hmm. Don't say you can't, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but um, but but when you look at that, there was no need. Of, like they obliterated in their own community, not the world. It wasn't saying the world, just in their own community there, they obliterated poverty to yeah. a certain extent. You know, there was no need. No one had need in right. that moment right? because they were meeting needs. And it wasn't something that their pastor told them, their priest told them to do, this person. They did it because the Holy Spirit moved on their life. They saw something different at mm-hmm. that moment, right? Mm-hmm. They, there was no organization. The church was not even established yet. It was a, it was a chaotic mess. Um, but, but there were just so many beautiful pictures of what the church should be like in that the beginning stages of it. And it was directed by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 they really devoted themselves. I think it says to the teaching of the apostles. They did. Yeah. Yeah. And and they would still meet in in the temple mm-hmm. gatherings. You know, in the courtyards is yeah. where they would meet, and in houses in having houses, dinner, breaking bread with breaking them. bread. And yeah. it's like the whole the picture of Acts is like this whole hierarchical system being dismantled. That yeah. the poor sits at the table with the rich and yep. eats the same food at the same time. Yeah. They pray the same prayers and they get the same teaching. That that yes. there's an inclusivity here that 
that so often, you know, we dissect in our communities, like there's my people and there's your people that, right. you know, and, and right. Paul kind of iterates on this. There's neither yeah. male nor female, yeah. Greek yeah. nor Jew. And, and, and it's like all of those distinctions that we have that separate people out need to disappear so that we can come around the table and eat together mm-hmm. and fellowship together. And it's, it's such a beautiful picture of what the church could yeah. look like. Yeah. Um, if was, we could just get over our hangups. Yeah. There was so much unity too. As they said, they all had something in common and they were all, you know, that word common was, uh, we talked about koinonia, which is uh, unity, which is going after the same thing, they, the same direction. There was so much community that was taking place and direction that was behind this movement. And obviously it starts with the resurrection, but it doesn't end there. It It's then Jesus is making sure that you're going to need something in your life for this next thing I'm asking you to do, mm-hmm. all believers. And that's when the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit took place. And in that, we started to see these things take place, not out of something of maybe that were that was given direction to. It was just out of the heart of God in that yep. moment and just a, a, a beautiful relationship with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the whole book of Acts, I think, is a dismantling of the theological notion that being Christian is all about and only about being saved and going to heaven. Yeah, it, it's you know, N.T. Yeah. Wright says the whole book of Acts is what it looks like when God's kingdom becomes established here mm. on earth, which which is Jesus's prayer. You know, yeah. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. Yeah, on earth as it is in heaven. Um, that's the Lord's prayer, and and the whole book of Acts is what happens when God's kingdom begins to reign in communities. Yeah. Because I, I have an interesting quote here from N.T. Wright. It might be worth reading um, at this point. It's a little bit long, but but let's your commentary would be yeah, interested here. Uh, uh, this is what he says. He says, "I suspect that ever since the Middle Ages, that Western Christianity has tended to assume that the gospel is about how to go to heaven." And that the Gospels, plural, is about the stuff that Jesus did in order to set us up uh, and to give us a good example in order to teach us some important truths um, and in order to do the climactic thing of dying and rising so that one day we could go to heaven. And actually, for many people, theology, for many people's theology, both Catholic and Protestant or whatever it is, um, it wouldn't really have the only thing that mattered essentially is what he's saying is uh, that Jesus was born of a virgin died on a cross and rose three days later if all you believe in is salvation then those are the only important bits of the gospel which leads to the question why did they bother writing all of the stuff in between why did they bother writing about his life if it's only about salvation all you need is Jesus was born of a virgin Mm -hmm. He died on a cross and was resurrected, yeah. and now you can inherit eternal life yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and so you end up with two types of Christians, he says. You have an epistle Christian who thinks that Christianity is all about getting saved, and you get mm-hmm. that from Paul. Yeah. And then you have the gospel Christians who think it's all about bringing God's kingdom here on earth, um, but they're not quite sure why D- Jesus had to die and rise again. And he says, what I'm trying to do is marry these two things together mm. so that it's not just about God's kingdom here on earth. And it's yeah. not just about getting saved, but it's about both of those two things coming, coming together. together. Yeah. And I thought that was just such a great insight because I found people who often just lean so heavily one way or the one other way, on yeah. the spectrum. Yeah. 
um, that it's like, you know, oh, we just got to preach on the streets and it's just all about, yeah. let's just get the names, let's get the hands up and then we can yeah. move on to the next yeah. person. And, yeah. you know, and that's the only goal is just getting numbers to say yeah. a prayer. Yeah. But then there's the other people that don't focus on outreach at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just about doing good and following Jesus' example yeah. and living his way. Yeah. Which and both are true. Both are good. That's know? the thing. Yeah. Both are true. Yeah. Um, that maybe that's maybe that's all we need to say on that commentary. But I I love mm-hmm. that he basically says that Acts is kind of the culmination. It sits in the middle and explains yeah. what it looks like when a community of people believe in those two things mm. um, equally. And and that's a question maybe for a lot of our viewers. Like, have you tended to emphasize salvation over discipleship, over discipleship, or have you totally emphasized discipleship over salvation? Yeah. That's good. Mm. That's really good because, you know, when I sit when I sit back and think of that, you know, there's always there's always time in your own life, your own personal life, that you you would go through stages of that, and I've I've believed both stages to be true, obviously because it's in God's word, but but you know, I think I think we've emphasized one more than the other at times, and then vice versa. You know, mm-hmm. I think we've been back and forth with it as a church maybe over, over the last 40 years. Um, but I think over time you just, you know, you, you don't, you don't want to get away from either. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's like N.T. Wright says, bringing them together. Yeah, totally. And, uh, and, and, and again, I don't want to underemphasize the work of the Holy spirit in all of this, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, and maybe we've done that, you know, over time too, that we haven't emphasized the Holy Spirit enough. Right. And, and what, because when you think, when I think about that moment, it, it's, it was, it was the, I mean, when you read the Gospels, it's something different. You know, when you read the Gospels, there's like a, it's like a gear, you know, um, you know, this is a runner, you know, there's certain gears that people have. When 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 you're in a race or something, and and you've watched sprinters do this, it's like man, they're fourth place. I thought they were supposed to be getting in. All of a sudden, mm. there's just another gear. Like what in the world? And mm-hmm. just you know, yeah, blows everybody away. Mm-hmm. Comes back from fourth place. Uh, I feel like Axe is that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was a gear, but then there's another gear to mm-hmm. this. Yeah, and 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 to to bring a just a really a focal point or, or an importance on the person of the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit in people's lives. It was unprecedented, nothing they had ever seen before. Mm. This is exactly what Jesus said that, you know, said, he said, you'll do greater things. And well, they were, they started to do that. Paul's conversion is in there. Saul to Paul, you know, in the book of Acts, we haven't even gotten into that in this. I don't know if we will, who knows what we're going to, <laughs> how we're going to work that in the next couple of weeks. But, yeah. But there was a lot, there's a, there's a, so many different things, but it was all the work of the Holy spirit that was taking place. And, and I guess, I guess for us today, you know, to what extent, you know, are we going to allow the Holy spirit to really work in, in and through our lives? Cause I think they just, they were like, like it said, they were devoted not distracted. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, and I, I'm, I'm talking to myself too. Um, sometimes we get distracted and I'm not devoted enough to it. I'm just distracted with things in life, right, you know? Right. And, uh, and I, and I, and, and distractions that are legit, 
You know what I'm saying? Like they're legit things. They're not, it's not, it's not yeah. legit. It's yeah. life, life stuff. Yeah. And, and I just want to be a better person when it comes to just the awareness of the Holy spirit in my life. I just, mm. I just really want to work that part Yeah. more. What do you think that looks like for most people, even in our specific community and church, what it looks like to have and to walk with the Holy Spirit more? Do you think it's like kind of slowing down of your everyday or, or creating moments or you think it's more time in scripture? You think it's all those things? Like I think it's all the above. I yeah. think it's a lot of the different things. You know, I think everybody's different when it comes to this. Uh, you know, I think for me, I got to shut down certain things in my life that is just wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Like it's not benefiting me at all mm. to sit on YouTube for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Just watch stupid stuff. You right. know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, watching shorts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know it's sure. true. It's just, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, okay, what did I just do for an hour? And well, absolutely nothing. And you know, it goes like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Then. And I'm not saying it's not, you're a terrible person if you do that, because I do it, you sure. know, um, at times. And, and so, but it's moments like that. Like I could probably, a better use of my time there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Even though it's I feel like it's a downtime, like I'll take downtime, you know, that kind of thing, but right. but maybe in my downtime I should really be, you know, Holy Spirit, what do you is there something I just have to sit here and be more aware of you. Yeah, yeah. Is there something that you want to do in my life right now? Yeah, yeah. Just be just kind of cultivate that. Try mm-hmm. to cultivate those moments. Yeah. And and how do you balance that with also needing, like you said, downtime yeah. without feeling guilty about taking downtime mm-hmm. or, or or resting, which is yeah. which is an important part of it. Yeah. But uh, I found so often people are resting before they've worked, yeah. and you know they 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 get tired from their rest. Yeah, there's a um, name for that now. I can't remember. There's a name for that. Oh, is there? No, there is. Okay, yeah, I heard yeah, it yeah. the other day, and I oh, I wish I could remember what it was. What it was. Oh, we'll have to look that up at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. A, a name for people who get tired from resting. Right. They're just they they just lay around and death yeah. scroll on their yeah. phones. You know, the and, lethargy and, just in, in in the in their beds. And yeah, it's yeah. called something, and I can't remember. I can't remember what it is, and it's not it's not a great name either. Right. It's like okay. you just think. It's so negative, but that's what they call it. Like it's a positive a death thing. Scroll. Yeah, it's like whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah, but but yeah, it's it's those like how much time? Like look at your time on your phone. Like you, everybody gets that at the end of the end that's of the scary. Week. That's scary, yeah. isn't it? I get yeah. it. And sometimes, some weeks, I'm like proud, but then I even look at it. I think, man, did I really need to spend even that much time? Even the weeks that I'm proud of, that yeah. much time on my phone. It's true. We've we've talked a lot about phones and technology and the distraction, how simple it is. Have you actually speaking of which, have you seen the new Apple like augmented reality glasses they unveiled like two days ago? So you put them on, yeah. you're seeing reality, but yeah. you can also pull up your screen and your emails with these glasses on. You can interact with them with your eyes and your fingers without having to touch anything or no way. You sit you don't need televisions anymore. You just sit on your couch, you both put them on. You can have the screen as big or as small as you want. Uh it just I mean, it's like uh, what's that movie, Ready Player One, Steven yeah. Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's so close to that now. That's wild. It's man. super close, and these things cost like three and a half grand. <laughs> and you know, people are going to be yeah, buying. Sure, of course. One for them, one yeah. for their spouse. Like that's almost a deposit on a house. Yeah. But hey, it's just more right. distraction, more technology, and more ways f- for just voices, isn't it? Like to drown oh, out yeah. that voice of the spirit. Yeah. It's totally, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not enhancing it. I can tell you that 
It's, it's just one more distraction, you know, more. just to feed that dopamine in our brains, you know. Just that's it. It's a race to our brain. You it know. is. It's a race to the chemicals in our brain. Um, somebody put up a funny meme I saw the other day whilst I was doom scrolling. Um, <laughs> somebody put up a funny meme that said, yes, and it was a sarcastic tone. Yes, yeah. thank you for bringing your speaker to the beach because I didn't want to hear the sound of the ocean and the birds. I wanted to listen to your Spotify playlist <laughs> because because you that's can't great. handle having five minutes in your own head. Oh, that's so good, man. <laughs> and I was like, that's so true. It is true. Like, we can't. Yeah. I get home and it's TV on and something on and this yeah. on. It's like, we're not very comfortable with our own with our own meditation uh, our own voices that, that should say a lot about us <laughs> you know what i'm saying it like really it just i mean it, yeah it just does you know somebody said the other day what they did to um because we're going back to we're talking we're essentially talking about the holy spirit yeah. and 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 then we're talking about our distractions yeah because it, i think that is the biggest thing when yeah. it comes to the awareness of god in our life is distractions um, they said, don't turn in your phone when you go get a new one because they don't give you anything for it anyway. Or right, right. Keep that phone. That's where your apps are, your gaming apps, your other apps, whatever apps. You know what I'm saying? Like certain apps that are distraction to you, Twitter, oh, Instagram. Okay, yeah. Keep that phone at home. Ah, uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then have a work phone. And with have you. a phone that will not distract you throughout your day. Oh, that's an interesting and you, idea. You'll be more efficient, mm -hmm. and you'll 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 be on there less. Apple are loving less. it. Have two of our phones. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> right, one, yeah, one is yeah. just a phone, just for that, because right. you can connect to Wi-Fi, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. right? And you can do that, and then you have a phone for for the other for your work. It's probably your Slack and right. certain things that are on there that you would need for work. Yeah. But 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 it would it'll cut out so much of your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, they absorb so much. I yeah. think Pastor Scott was saying this the other day. He lost his phone and, you know, it wasn't backed up and it's a nightmare for him. Got a new phone and then he realized how many apps well, he had to download. Have, you have an iPhone 8. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's and, probably and more like a 4. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> back, back it up. Of course he didn't. <laughs> but, yeah. There's a lot we could say about that. Yeah, yeah. But but the realization of how many yeah. apps to re-download, yeah. even even just for work, but beyond that, it's like man, like it just just I oh and I have to have this and I yeah. need to have that and I've got to have this in my life and mm. you just kind of like you accumulate so much stuff and you realize like your life is just absorbed by these interactions on a on yeah. a screen. Yeah. Um, I mean. Screens are only one side of things. They're the most prevalent. I think there's there's the whole distraction piece that we don't hear from the Spirit. Yeah. But then there's another piece where I think a lot of times we do hear quite clearly from the Spirit, but we simply disobey or ignore. And, and, and then we feel guilty about that. And so rather than listening from the Spirit, it's just better to just ignore the Spirit rather yeah. than feeling guilty yeah. about ignoring, you know, <laughs> hearing and disobeying yeah. the Spirit. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very double-edged sword. Yeah. I think so often people know what the right thing to do is. I think they're hearing from the spirit all the time. Hey, put your phone down. Yeah. I think people hear that. They think it's their mind telling them that. Yeah. I think most of the time it's the spirit of God saying, yeah. would you put that down for a minute? Yeah. Maybe pick up a book, maybe go talk to your wife and not watch, you know, another documentary about golf yeah. or <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever your thing is yeah. <laughs> highlighting some of my own heart issues right yeah um 
you know, and I think so often the spirit is speaking in scripture says all the time. All the in time. Proverbs, it says that wisdom, she is calling out on the streets. Mm. It's this picture of yelling for attention, yeah. not a quiet, still kind of soft mm-hmm. voice that we often like to represent the Holy Spirit, like sure. yelling in your face like one of those street evangelist preachers. Mm-hmm. You can't ignore it. You're hearing all the time. Mm-hmm. But the question is, are you are you listening? And I know you, I know you heard me put down yeah. the phone, but but are you willing to obey? It's it's like a it's like a you know it's like a marriage you've been in for fifty years. You can tune it out. Yeah, old. I don't mean to I don't mean to say that just kind of nonchalant white noise. But yeah, it can become white noise mm-hmm. in any in, in even any relationship. You know, mm-hmm. but but particularly this one, it can be just you know, you just don't. You don't hear it anymore. Yeah, totally. And so when you don't hear it anymore, you harden yourself to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of a lot of uh, Christ followers are with it. Right. Is that we just harden our hearts to totally, it. Totally, totally. And we just stop listening to yep. it. Yeah. Like, you know? like two days ago, I was, I was driving and I was eating a sandwich while I was driving. Don't do that. But I was doing that. And I had, it was like two halves and I, and I pulled up to a stop sign. There's a homeless guy like right there. And I'm literally going through my head, give him half your sandwich. I know, but I'm really hungry. I'm in a rush. Give him half your sandwich. And I'm, I'm sitting there at the stoplight. You're having an argument with yourself. Argument with myself. And it's not really with myself. It's yeah. my head against mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And yeah, well, that's, that's how I interpret it anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. By the time I thought, do it. I saw two cars behind me. He'd already walked and a guy was handing his lunch mm. to the homeless guy. And I thought two things. Awesome. He got lunch and you lost your opportunity. Yeah. Like, like the Holy Spirit spoke to you, you ignored. Oh, and so, so you call that to a guy and, and you're the pastor. Can <laughs> like can, talk about a Samaritan on a road. I will throw Jonathan out of the Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> what have I done? You've already done that. For yourself. Yeah, yeah. You've already, well, you've already threw yourself. You know, um, it's like the kid, the disciples asked, "Hey, can we have oh, your lunch?" I ain't doing this. W- to me. What if he? What if he sat on his lunch that day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, think about think about twelve basketfuls of fish and bread left. Yeah, over. taking that home. Yeah, thank you, mom and dad. Like, look what oh, I've got. Fed the community with it. Yeah, yeah, but fed the, the blessing, community. But the blessing. But, but he gets yeah. the twelve baskets yes. to take home. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. No, like that's as what much I'm saying. As, yeah, yeah. No, he's feeding his community. Totally. He's like, <laughs> totally. The kid behind me yeah. was the authentic one, and I was one of the crowd who had all kinds of food but he didn't want to get his it. lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat on my lunch and I ate it, and it it sat like a stone in my stomach. <laughs> but it, it's, I'm not going to lie. Authenticity here. I love it. But that's the. Tr- I think that's the truth, man. My point is. I think that's the kind of voice that we listen to and ignore yeah. all like 50 times a day. Mm-hmm. And the spirit of God is speaking to us. And I wonder if there was a whole community of people, like imagine just even a hundred people dedicated to saying yes to the voice of the Holy spirit yeah. and, and meeting needs at every moment and every mm-hmm. opportunity where they can. Sure. Not, I'm not saying bleed yourself dry. No. Like you said, you yeah. can't be generous if you don't have anything to give. Yeah. And I don't think the yeah. spirit calls us to do that. That's just your own guilt, you know, mm-hmm. if you're just con- got nothing left because you just have to give it all away. Yeah. But what if a hundred people in our community said, you know what, every time I feel like I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit, I'm going to obey. Mm. 
Um, well, we we look we see that in the Book of Acts. It's exactly what happens. Is that? 140 odd people we have a church of a thousand right or plus yeah 1400 probably if everyone came in maybe even more than that imagine if 1400 people said yes to the working of the holy spirit in their life imagine if everybody watching this podcast didn't just ignore it but said yes that i mean it's the dream that every pastor keeps preaching about and christians keep preaching about but isn't always fulfilled is rarely fulfilled. I'm being kind. Man, do you you remember Pete, when Peter in the book of Acts? Yeah, it's the book of Acts. Silver and gold. Have I not? Yeah. Have I none? But such as I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to give to you. I don't yeah. have it. I don't have anything on me, but I do yeah. have something that yeah. you need. Absolutely. Well, well, then. Eyes and walk. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, it's so beautiful. And knowing, yeah. just being so in tune with the Holy Spirit and knowing that that's going to happen because yes. you've heard from the Father. Yeah. Like you, you said so many yeses to the spirit that mm-hmm. when you ask for something, the spirits go, you know what, you've deposited and I'm going to deposit. Yeah. And I don't like setting it up as kind of transactional like that, yeah. but I think it's relational like that. Yes, it is. And, sure and, it is. and so you can't make it, you can't make it, you can't make a withdrawal if you haven't deposited anything. Yeah, if, exactly. If, so if, I, if I'm, if I'm just walking down the street and, and I haven't spent zero, I've zero time with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And there's somebody there that that needs prayer and and needs a miracle, and it doesn't happen. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, what? like, <laughs> I mean, that's not how a relationship works. No, you can't just ask when it's convenient for you when right. you need it. Yeah. And 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 so Exodus 19, you know, I'll make you a priest of nations, becomes what Peter talks about in Peter two mm-hmm. that he's not going to make, but he's made you a nation of priests. Yeah. I said a priest of nations. I know. Yeah. A nation of priests. Do you know what I mean? A real priest. So, so for me, yeah. yeah. And Exodus 19 becomes a reality in second Peter in the new Testament. There's not just something I'm going to do, but it's something I've done. I've done. Yeah. Um, that's a powerful image. It's such a beautiful picture of what the church could be. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge, isn't it? I mean, it's for my own life massive for your life. It's, it's, it's a challenge for all of us to be that. And, and you know, and that's our prayer. It's you know, just looking in the through the Book of Acts and going through it. Just you know, over a couple of weeks. I mean, we could do this for a year for the Book of Acts. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so much to it. Yeah, we could just pick apart and uh, and uh, really, really encourage the church with. But but I think you know, over the next couple of weeks, I think I think it's something where we just really. All I'm asking people to do is just look at your life. Yeah. Yeah. And what does it look like to the early church mm. believers and and what God was doing in their mm. life? And yeah. if it, and if it's if you have a resemblance of that, good on you. Keep going. Like keep doing that. We're here to cheer. Right. On. Yeah. But it, but it, but if you don't have unselfish service, you're not living a life of generosity. You 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 don't have unwavering loyalty, and you don't have joy in your life. Right. Those are the four things that that yeah. I've read so far. Yeah. That I've kind of extracted. Those yeah. four, like, if you don't have any of that, what? right? I, it's it's crazy. Like we struggle to get church members to stand on the door for twenty minutes and host people once a week. Yeah, once a month. Yeah. So you don't have twenty minutes in your world to be that kind of generous. Yeah. But we talk about and preach about this kingdom of God mm. entering here, Man. and like you said, examine your life. How insular has it become? Sure. You know, is your home about you and your family and your yeah. close ones? He's, Jesus says, even the pagans do that. Yeah. Even the pagans take care of their own. Yeah. You're no different from anybody else if all you do is take care of your own. Take yeah. care of your own. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it has to go beyond that. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just yeah. the same as everyone else. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Such a challenge. Super. Yeah. Good challenge. Super challenge. And, yeah, yeah. and so, um, you know, this is, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. And thanks, John, for oh, tuning yeah. in today. I mean, it's just such a good conversation. There's so much more we could probably go down. Loads with this. But, uh, but I think it's a challenge for all of us. I think if, if we can step back and, and from just from this podcast right now and just say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to give 10 minutes to God here mm-hmm. and, and see what the Holy spirit wants to do in my life. Yeah. You know, if my, if my life isn't, isn't have a radical generosity to it or do, doesn't have unwavering loyalty or, mm-hmm. or even joy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come yes. on, yeah. you know, Miserable. There's lots of miserable. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> had the the joy set before him. Yeah. He went to the cross. Right. Like a man. That's, right. Who says that's joyful? I mean, but he, yeah, yeah. You know what the accomplishment was going to be. The exactly. joy that was set before him. If we don't have joy working in our life and 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 those those things, we we need to take account. I really do. I think as a, as a follower of Jesus, we need to take account of that because if we're we're supposed to be the replication and the representation of God in the earth, mm-hmm. we uh um we need to maybe change some things in our life yeah. and not be so much distracted, but be more devoted. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Reaching it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, again, thanks buddy. Yep. And thanks guys uh, for tuning in today. And we hope that in some way this enriched your life.